the trauma. Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism, but we still got terrorists here living in the USA, the big CIA. Welcome back. You are listening to another lesson from my life, another story from my life. And I just want to give you a warning before we get into this one. There is some heavy shit in this. I'm not joking, and it is uh, is very deep, but it is my life, and there's something in my life that I'm going to share with you, and uh, I, I can't change it. It is what it is, and I'm sure we all have these things in our lives, and yours will be different to mine, but they start to shape perhaps the people we are, the way we think, or some of the behavior that we, uh, that we take. So I'm going to share it with you, and I know it's a very sensitive subject, and we'll get to that but um, do, not, do not run from things that have happened to you in your past. Embrace them, and if you can find a way, be grateful for those things because you never know what you could learn from them. But we're going to get into, soon we're going to get into the quitting my job type stage of my life and, and, and where everything started to go from there. But I just wanted to tell you a couple of stories before we get there that I didn't weave into sort of the journey of the more financial side of things, and this is like almost an intermission before we get into the next chapter as such. So yesterday we went through and we looked at some buying some shares and my A2 Milk story, it's a bit of a favourite of mine, and uh, someone on Instagram had actually asked that I retell that one. I think they were just trying to rub it in because they knew the story full well already, so I think they were just trying to wind me up. But um, back to back to my Taranaki days, and you know, I told you I, I broke up with uh, with my girlfriend and that was that was basically by by choice my decision but i uh i did i didn't struggle in the coming months however i found myself like living on my own which was good but also was bad because you just uh, you got so much time to yourself but if you can get in control of that and really like learn how to use that or not to be afraid of that i think it's a good thing and uh you know i'd been drinking more and I was like, I'm single now, I can do what I want, and I'd be just fucking doing things left, right, and centre, going away on the weekend, and, but really I was just racking up more credit card debt, and I was probably just, um, I was just digging the hole, but I couldn't even see that I was digging, could I? And I guess what I want to say is that when you go through these things that happen to you in your life, you know, watch how you react to them, and watch what you turn to, in times where life gets tough, is it drinking? Is it spending? Is it scrolling? Um, is it you know hiding from people? Is it maybe running to people and and which people? And you know, who, who do you become? How do you act differently when your world becomes unbalanced? I think there's a lot of lessons for all of us to to keep an eye out uh, when that stuff's happening. And this was sort of a time in my life too where. I started to, this poor me type attitude started to sneak in and a lot of shit would go wrong for me. Flights would get cancelled, um, I'd been offered a share on a horse and then the, the horses um, got got injured and I was gutted about that and um, there were just minor things that I was making major and I was making a mountain out of a molehill perhaps that I just felt like everywhere I turned... Uh, the world was against me, and so I decided. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna grab onto that, and I'm gonna start saying that I'm really unlucky. And you know, look at Craig's; they wouldn't accept my bloody uh, buy into A2 Milk, and look how that's turned out. And 
for a while, that's the sort of lens that I that I carried on the world. And it's almost like fashionable in this day and age to have like a victim story of, of like, I could have been this person, but this happened to me. And again, like, as brutal as this sounds, like, no one cares because everyone's wrapped up in their own shit. You'll tell someone the story and they'll be like, oh, I'm gutted for you, I feel really sorry for you. But how long do you think that lasts for them before they're then consumed of the things that they're trying to do and trying to achieve and the problems that they're trying to fix? So, you know, be careful if you find yourself going down that path. I've had a look down there and guess who's down there? A shitload more people like that and they stay there for a long time and they've got to sort of hit some sort of rock bottom or, or, or have a good mate that tells them, like, what the fuck are you doing down there? You know, get the fuck out of there. It's no good going down there for too long. Nothing good's going to come of that. And you need something to pull you back out and go, right, like, what good is going to come from your mindset of sitting around thinking that the world's against you and everyone hates you and you're unlucky and your boss hates you and he favours other people and uh, if only National were in government or if only ACT were or if only the Greens were or if only you knew or all of this shit, it just consumes us and then we look back a year later and go, hmm, still down the pathway, nothing's really changed because the world is a big beast and it just keeps rumbling on and we're just playing a, a small role in that and seeing what we can do as part of that. Be very, very careful of hanging around and spending too much time with those types of people that enable you to think like that too because you'll gravitate towards each other and you know, it doesn't, doesn't go well and you'll, you'll allow each other to do more of it. Get some mates that will say to you, mate, why are you drinking so much? Mate, can you afford that? You don't need to buy this round. You don't need to buy that. What, 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 tell me why you're doing that. What's going on? You know, and it's not a nagging parent. It's a mate, someone that cares about you and loves you, that spent enough time with you that goes, something's wrong here, mate. Your behavior's changed. What's going on? And maybe you're that mate for some of your friends. And you can say to your friends, hey, explain to me. You're a different person. You're acting differently. What's going on? Help me understand. And those are, I think, the conversations we really need to be having rather than, hey, are you okay? Because we're hardwired to say, yeah, 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 no, no, I'm sweet, I'm sweet. What's going on? That's a bigger question. Hey, I've noticed this. What's all that about? Talk to me, mate. Talk to me, friend. Can we have some of those conversations? Now, I was lucky enough to um, have, have friends that would do that for me too and go, this is weird. Uh, this isn't Luke. He's a bit off here. Or, uh, and also I could pull myself back in and go, this, is, this isn't the right way of thinking. Like, I'm not this person. Don't go down that path for too long. Um, but one of the other things that, that happened for me is that I went off down to a uh, race meet one day and I left work during the middle of the week. I flew down. My boss was a GC. He'd let me do anything really. And again, probably waxed it on the credit card, yeah, no worries, mate, I'll come see my mate down at the races, middle of the week, and unfortunately that night, I found a young guy who had hung himself, and I said this was going to get heavy, and here we are, um, but this was a, a number of years ago for me now, so it doesn't 
it doesn't weigh heavy on me. But I know that there'll be some of you who have been through uh, major things like this in your life and um, you know you might still be carrying them. And I think there's a good thing that Jordan Peterson says. He says, if you go back through things in your life and they still trouble you and they make you want to cry or completely change your state and um, you know, you, 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 there's an indicator there that you haven't really dealt with them. So maybe there's a little tidbit for some, some people there as well. But long story short, I found this bloke who had, uh, had decided to end his life and uh, his father was trying to resuscitate him as well. And it was just a, a fucking bizarre situation to be in. I did the best I could and, and all I could. And, and then I, I basically got out of there and going back to the start of this, what did I turn to? I turned to a couple of green cruisers and was with my mate and, and was just like, what the fuck's happened? What, what's going on? Why has this happened to me? And again, I was, it was like another thing to take me down that path and the world's against me. You know, this would only happen to me. How come this would happen to me? Why doesn't this happen to someone else? Why do I, I wasn't even supposed to be coming to this race meet and all of a sudden I've got to deal with this. And then I'm like, well, you know, now looking at it, I'm like, man, how selfish. Imagine what the family were dealing with. All I was, again, wrapped up in my own shit going, wow, I've got to, I've got to figure out this. And it was, I guess, another challenge from life to me. Okay, how are you going to cope with this? And I smacked up a couple of cruises, and uh, this is like literally that night, like after just trying to decompress and be like, what's going on here? But again, that's a bit of a red flag, isn't it? Probably not a good thing to be turning to after such a major event in your life. Um and then I, uh, you know, had to had to go through some police police procedures and things like that. And I went back to Taranaki with my mate you know, a couple uh, the the next day, I think it was. And I don't want to go into too much detail of the night, but um, once you know everything had sort of calmed down, and it was you know I was I needed to go back to my life. And I, I messaged my boss and I said, look, I'm not going to come back to work this week. And I just said, you're just not going to believe like what's happened this time. Um, and because you know the the running joke was like fuck what's going to happen like Luke goes away something's going to ha- something bad's going to happen but I guess it's like a moment in my life now that I get to look back on and go that I used to things used to happen to me because I was expecting them to happen as well and I'm not saying that that's why that this you know I ended up at this event but I would make a big deal of the things that happened oh my flight's been cancelled and oh you won't believe it and and then you know, I didn't have any calm or composure around those things, and so then people would associate those things happening with me, and I would look for, you know, a car to, uh, you know, my car would break down, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, you know, how's my tyre gone flat? Well, however, how many people got a flat tyre that same day? Probably thousands, and I was just turning into a little bitch boy drama queen, so to speak, um, and that's because I knew that I wasn't really that person, so I can call myself that and, and get hard on myself and be like, you know, funny looking back at it now going wow I was really going down the wrong path but I came back to Taranaki and um, this is when I was living on my own so I didn't really have any people around me and I just uh, I I think I was all right I spoke to my sister and that was really good and really beneficial and I was smart enough to know to reach out to people I worked with a number of ladies there's probably 13 women at the office that I worked at and three men and they're all yeah, all of them, I think, well, 90% of them were mothers, so I sort of had probably 10 more mothers, and they were all uh, really concerned for me and making sure that I was okay and um, shut the door in my office and, 
and making me talk to them and stuff, which was really, really beneficial for me looking back now. They were forcing me to work through uh, understanding what what had sort of happened. But um, I think, again, it was in that time where I was like, okay, so then some thoughts kind of creep in of like, well, you know, fuck, what's the point of all this stuff? Like, you know, might as well just live it up and might as well then go away this next weekend and, um, you know, and drink. And, and I was probably maybe using alcohol to to kind of try and avoid um, thinking about everything that had happened or um, the situation I was getting myself into. But really, as I said at the start, at the top of this, like I was just digging. I was just digging more of a hole for myself that I couldn't see. And, you know, eventually it got to the point where uh, I didn't, I, you know, I wanted to throw the spade away and I wanted to fucking get out of the hole and start filling the thing back in. And that was the call of my brother. Like, mate, how have I got here? You know, I'm sitting in a house on my own. Uh, my relationship's ended by choice. So no, no poor me there. Um, these things have happened in my life. I've got a 13 grand credit card. Uh, what, the f- what the fuck's going on here? And the simple solution was, um, you know, like, what do you think I should do? Start paying it back. Very, very practical and good advice because it's all I needed in that time and that's exactly what I started to do. So that was sort of the, uh, part, and again, like part of the unwinding uh, and filling back in that hole that I had created. But I guess something for you to think about, I, I tossed up, do I tell the story in here? Do I give it to you or not? But um, I think it wouldn't be, wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't tell you about that. I don't think it's had, uh, like it's definitely helped. It's made me care a lot more about men's health and, and look out for patterns of some of my mates' behaviour and thinking and um, and have like a real no excuses type attitude with some of my mates who they might be getting, uh, you know, to, to use the word depressed and they might be going down that path and it's like, lad, like we do not, we do not wait till we get there to talk about that. We talk about it before we get there. Come on, like we've seen what happens um, and we've witnessed and we've seen family cope with that so it's been actually really good for that side of things and I was able to do a piece with the Men's Health Trust once around talking through that story and they used that as a content piece and as I've built up a bigger network be able to tell that story to relate to some other people because you know it's a it's a very common thing and uh, we all we all have things that we deal with in our life that that um, they are effectively like rocks we have to carry around and we have to decide how heavy those rocks are for us to carry um, and and what things we can do to, to decrease the weight of those things. And I'm sure that my story is no indifferent to the things that you may be carrying around. And I would just say, do what you can to um, lighten the load of those. But secondly, look at the things you do when your life gets flipped upside down. Look where your mind goes. And now that I've done so much more work on myself and studying things, I can realise my, my, your brain's hardwired to go below the line, blame, excuse, deny, and to be a victim. And it's like the victim mentality versus a victor. These days, I just want to be a victor. Everything, every time something goes against me in life, I'm like, fucking good. Here we go. Oh, it was getting too easy. Need another challenge? Oh, what do we do now? And I start to pre preempt. You know, what happens if that was to go wrong? How am I going to deal with it? What's my mindset going to be? and start to accept that you know life's never going to go the way you want it to go and it's going to th- throw challenges at you 
And in one of the earlier stories I told you about how uh, I believe going through shit is really good for us because it builds up our resilience. So, you know, keep an eye on those three things when you um, when you go through tough times in your life, no matter what they are. How, how heavy are those rocks that they force you to carry around and can you decrease the weight of those? And do you know how to do that? And secondly, what do you turn to when your life gets shaky? Do you start drinking? Do you start blocking out your mates? Do you overdo it with your exercising? Do you start doing drugs? Do you start catching up with people that you you know are dangerous and destructive in your life, but you don't care anymore because you just need a uh, a blowout or you know what what are you doing? How are you responding to those things? And thirdly, where's your mind going? And is is that mindset in those times? Is that really who you are? Is that really how you want to think and the mindset you want to pass on to your children? or to your friends, your family, and loved ones around you. I would just like to point out that I am by no means a counsellor, a psychologist, a mental health type teacher, whatever terms there are for those people. I'm just a lad who's gone through some shit and uh, teaching you some of the things from what I have learnt from. So I'm sure this is going to get into the hands of the odd person that's probably done 16 years of reading textbooks and they're going to just absolutely pull what I've just said to pieces because it's not what they learnt in a textbook or whatever so um, I apologise to those people that are way more educated than me and um, you know may have been able to explain things in a different way I would then challenge you to go and do that and put out some of that literature uh, and for those who have learnt something from that I am grateful but do not uh, you know do not by any means look at me as an expert and think that this is the guy that's going to be able to help you solve and get through these things that will happen for you because I've had to go and work with people, I've had to go and explore some of these things, I've had to go and talk about them, um, and I've had to go and figure out how I come to peace with some of these things too, just as I'm sure you will with the things that you'll come into contact and to encounter in your life. There you go, that has been number 11, I know, th- number, number 10. So we'll call this one Breakups and Death. It's a very somber title, isn't it? I'm sorry, but um, that's life. We had, to, we, had to, we had to weave it in there. We had to weave it in there. It was a big moment uh, in my life. All right, we're going to get back on track in the next day. So uh, decompress after that one. She was a deep one. We'll see you tomorrow, and we'll start bringing some more energy. Yeah.